But who is doing well where when you look across Iowa and you look at that Haley-DeSantis battle? So we'll see if the voters shock us. But right now, we assume, based on all the data, it's a race for second place. So here's one way to look at it. You go back to the 2016 map. Again, Donald Trump came in second in Iowa. The rest was history after that. But this is when it was still competitive. This is the test tonight for Haley, DeSantis, anyone else running against Donald Trump. Can you prove he's vulnerable? Can you make it competitive? So the gold counties here, that's Ted Cruz. Especially for Ron DeSantis, rural America has become Donald Trump's foundation. Can you compete with him among farmers and evangelicals out here? For Nikki Haley, it's a test, too. Can you come in a strong second or third in these counties to prove, you know, the knock on her? She's only getting moderates and independents. She can't win conservative voters. It's a test for right. her. One other way to look at it, though, if you come in and look at it this way, if you look at the, oops, that doesn't want to work for me there. All right, let me come out of this and come out and then sometimes she gets itchy, is the total population of the state, right? You see these lighter red counties? Might be hard to see at home. Those are places Marco Rubio won, yeah. right? In the place, that's where you have big numbers. People don't have to drive as far to the polling places. That is Haley's bread and butter. She must win in the suburbs. And if DeSantis is going to prove, forget she doesn't really have momentum, he has to chip into that too. All right, so then when you get to that voter that Kylie was just talking about, what does all of this mean for the primary calendar and the situation that you're in where, uh, you know, even if Trump is ahead, you've got this race for a second. And how long does that continue? The how long does it continue will likely depend on the margins tonight. And then what happens next? Look, Iowa is first, right? Like it or not. Some people don't like it. It's first. Mm -hmm. Then we go to New Hampshire a week from now. Then we go out first week of February to Nevada. There's a primary and a caucus. The caucus gives the delegates. Nikki Haley might win that primary. Doesn't really matter for delegates. Trump has the state party pretty wired. They think he's going to get that. Then you go to Nikki Haley's home state here, February 24th. So six weeks from now, we will have four contests in the books. If Donald Trump is 4-0, we really might not have to talk about Super Tuesday. We might not have to go into March. If Donald Trump is 4-0, he's mm -hmm. going to be impossible or near impossible to stop. So that is the challenge. Can somebody come out of here with enough momentum to change the calculations in those three. All right. So we're obviously in Washington tonight, but you have spent an extraordinary amount of time in Iowa over the past months talking in, you know, incredibly in-depth, substantive conversations. You've recorded some of them, but a lot of time with voters. So what are they saying? Well, about half of the party loves Trump and wants Trump. And about half of the party doesn't. Doesn't mean they wouldn't vote for him in November. Most, most of them, not all of them would. But so what happens tonight? Uh, let's start out here. Sioux City, Woodbury County. Donald Trump won this county uh, for, in 2016, eight years ago. Uh, Priscilla Forsyth was one of the people who was drawn to this new insurgent outsider Donald Trump. Right. Tired of the tweets, tired of the toxic talks. She's for Nikki Haley. And again, that's what makes this area a big test for Haley. Listen why. But there was always something about DeSantis I didn't like, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, I liked the way Haley came across in the first debate. Usually, to me, the debates don't make a big difference, but they kind of did this time. You hear that a lot, Erin. We heard that a lot over the last five months from women in Iowa who are warming to Haley, although Priscilla last night was trying to get some information about caucusing from the campaign. She raised some serious doubts about their organization. The Haley campaign organization says she couldn't get the information that she needed. Mm -hmm. Now let's come here. Uh, now let's come here to the Des Moines suburbs. Uh, Polk County, next to it is Dallas County. Suburban moms here. If Nikki Haley is going to succeed, suburban women who turned away from Trump in 2018, 2020, and 2022 will get introduced to two here. Betsy Sarcone, Jocelyn Taylor. Uh, both working moms, both single moms, both entrepreneurs, both saying toxic tweets, toxic language, goodbye Donald Trump, they're for Haley. If DeSantis were to gain momentum and gain that, you know, a big part of the vote, that I would go with him in order to have somebody viable to take on Trump. Um, like I said, my heart is with Haley. Um, that is where I would really like those votes to go. Um, however, if it came down to it 
and like I said, kind of falling on my sword to, to go with DeSantis, I would do it. I see Nikki Haley I, helping us identify back with what our culture is, what our vision is, and what our mission is um, as a united states, not um, a divided states. Heard the emphasis on united there from yes. jo Jocelyn. A lot of women like that. They just think Trump is too divisive. A lot of them love his policies, loved his policies. They just can't take it anymore. Betsy Sarcone, you heard the chess game there. I'd vote for DeSantis if I thought we could all consolidate over one candidate. Right. She's been going back and forth. She told us she's going in Haley tonight in part because of that last poll showing her in second place. So two more voices. Both of these voters loved Trump's policies. Both of these voters voted for Trump in 2020. Different opinions today. Chris Mudd and Shannon Eversole. Listen. I think that I would lean towards Haley. I think that um, in the face of people calling names, in the face of people yelling and screaming in front of her, she held her composure. I am. You know, I haven't seen anything that would, uh, that would change the way I think about, about Trump. You know, I think he's the, I think he's the best guy to lead, to lead our country. And I, I don't see anybody else on our side that can, that can really pick up where, where, uh, where he left off four years ago. Where they live, Aaron, where they live on the map is what makes it so fascinating. Shannon yeah. Eversole, this is the 2016 map. She's way down here. Of the 99 counties, Ringgold is 98 in terms of population. It is a tiny county. Look at how yeah. many people voted there. She's going to be outnumbered. This is a very conservative county. She's going to stand it's up. 106 Haley. people. 106 people voted for Trump, and he got 32% of the vote. She's going to stand up there and be for Nikki Haley, where she's outnumbered. Can Nikki Haley prove herself in rural Trump country? Uh, that's one big test. From yeah. uh, uh, someone who thinks move on. Chris Mudd lives up here. Uh, in Blackhawk County. Ted Cruz won this county, right? You've got the small city, but then you have a big suburban area out here. Uh, pretty close, right? But Trump was a distant third. I mean, not distant third. They're all lumped together there. This is Trump country now. Can Trump yeah. prove in the, you know, start to rebuild in the suburbs? Uh, Chris Mudd says nothing is going to sway his mind. He said Trump would have to get out of the race for him to change his mind. It is amazing, though. I, I, just to emphasize here is we got like 1,585 votes. That, that, that's nothing. 50 votes is not, I mean, you know that when you talk about a turnout expected tonight of what, 120,000 they're saying is expected, that is going to determine so much for the whole country. Um, you know, I'm not saying it good or bad, but it is just It is what it is. Whether you like it or don't like it, Trump and the Republicans kept it there. You're right. Look at that. Shy of 52,000 votes and he won. 45,000 votes and he came in second place. Then he went on to win New Hampshire and Again, the rest is history. The rest is five votes. That, that, that's nothing. 50 votes is not. I mean, you know that when you talk about a turnout expected tonight of what, 120,000 they're saying is expected, that is going to determine so much for the whole country. Um, you know, I'm not saying it good or bad, but it is just. It is what it is. Whether you like it or don't like it, Trump and the Republicans kept it there. You're right. Look at that. Shy of 52,000 votes and he won. 45,000 votes and he came in second place. Then he went on to win New Hampshire and, again, the rest is history. The rest is history.